Let's make it rain. Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Blackman back yet again with another G.O.D., the gem of the day, your favorite podcast. First and foremost, and as always, I want to thank you for listening. And if you like, subscribe and share with a friend. You can also go to makeitrain.net to check out all content all the time. If you're ever having a weekday, check me out every weekday. New podcast drops. Today, I want to talk about the burning bush. But before we do so, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you thanking you for everything you do, your word that goes forth and prospers in which the thing it was sent. We thank you in all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. With that being said, the burning bush. As you know, in the book of Deuteronomy, it talks about God being a consuming fire. It's actually in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24. It says, For the Lord your God is a consuming fire a jealous God. Going back up to verse 23, it says, Take heed to yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you. So we're saying, take heed, be mindful about the covenant that we have with God. When you accept Christ, you accept the covenant. And what that means is you will follow his word. Christ is the word of God. So you will follow the word of God, allowing him to be your Lord and Savior. See, a lot of us just want Christ to be the Savior. (laughs) They don't want him to be Lord and Master over our lives. So it goes on to say, And make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord your God has forbidden you. So it says, Don't forsake the covenant, in a sense. That's basically what it's telling us. Take heed to yourselves, lest you forget the covenant. Be mindful. Don't forget what what you agreed upon. (laughs) It says, Your Lord your God which made with you, And make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord your God has forbidden you. Don't make any idols, any false god. Don't do any of these things. And it goes on to say in verse 24 again, For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. So I wanted to read that before I got to Exodus chapter 3. Knowing that he is a consuming fire, right? So when Moses walks up on the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. It says on verse 2, the Lord, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire and the bush was not consumed. See, that's interesting because I just read how God is a consuming fire. The angel of the Lord represents God, represents Christ as well. It appeared to him in a flame of fire in this bush, right? Hmm. But it says the bush was not consumed. So a bush on fire was not consumed. But God is consuming fire. Let's keep this in mind. It goes on to say, Then Moses said, I will now turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. See, I wanted to share this because I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but being on fire for God. (laughs) When you accept Christ, we're kind of like this bush. God is within us. He is Emmanuel, the Lord with us, God with us. We have his spirit. But we must know that God is a consuming fire. So we are, in a spiritual sense, on fire for God. We have his spirit within us. He is a consuming fire. He is a jealous God. So we shall not forsake the covenant. Let's take heed so we do not forsake it and go our own path. Because the Bible tells us, once again, he is a jealous God. So this is almost a 
literal depiction of what it's like when you accept Christ. This bush represents us. See how it says it was on fire, but it was not consumed. Because he is a consuming fire. His anger burns. <laughs> but this bush was a representation of that. It was not consumed. He has the ability, but it's it's not consumed. So what I'm getting to, what I really wanted to talk about, is that bush. Even then, God was speaking to us. <laughs> you ever, like, just not just study the Bible, do word studies on on the words, because he is the word. So I was looking into this particular bush. You look at it in Hebrew and Greek, the definitions. One of them is senah, S-E-N-E-H. And that's what it means when it says burning bush. The bush is a senah. You look up the definition for that, it's a bramble. <laughs> a bramble. So I was like, okay, what's a bramble? It's a prickly scrambling vine or shrub, especially a blackberry or other wild shrub, of the rose family. I love doing word studies, especially when it comes to the word of God. Since everything was created through the word, you would think that there would be some hidden gems in there, right? So this burning bush was from the rose family. <laughs> this burning bush that was not consumed, although God is a consuming fire, God was in the presence of this bush, but did not consume it. And this bush was from the rose family. So it's basically saying this bush was a thorn bush. So God, once again, in the midst of this bush, on fire, not consumed, it's a thorn bush of the rose family. Now, I'm playing a little connect the dots here. A thorn that rose. Okay, let's say this one more time. Jesus, on the cross, had a thorn crown on his head. Three days later, he rose. I like doing studies like this. <laughs> I can see God laying out little gems and, and maps and things like that within his word. But it even goes deeper. It also says that this bush was part of an acai, which is a plant for healing. <laughs> so this bush, once again, consumed fire, was not consumed. It was on fire, but not consumed. Knowing God is a consuming fire was a thorn bush. Thorn bush that was a bramble <laughs> that was of the rose family that was for healing. Interesting. All these things take into account. When it comes to God, nothing's impossible. So we should lean on him and not our own understanding. Continuing to trust him, knowing that we accepted him to guide us, to lead us, to navigate us through this thing we call life. We must trust him because he knows what he's doing. Think about that. The G-O-D, God bless.